Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Pastor Bart. I'm right here in the in the foyer of a second half ministry here in Sykeston, Missouri. And uh, man, we're I'm excited to be with you this morning. Hey, we're live right now. We're live, and I'm I'm here. I'm I'm answering questions. If y'all got any questions or any comments that you want that you want to um, bring to my attention, come on, drop us a comment, and I'll I'll be right here on the page answering these. We're actually recording this uh, today's actually Wednesday, and we're airing it live Sunday. That way, I can have the ability to interact with y'all. It's amazing what um what what the technology is doing. And today, I just want to talk from the heart. That's what I'm trying to do as we establish these podcasts. Uh, this is a video cast here. If you're watching via Facebook, if you're listening via Spotify or whatever outlet it may be um, on podcast, then you can every Sunday if you go to our Facebook page, Second Half Ministry. If you're watching right here where we're at, Second Half Ministry, then you then we uh. We air these live. We uh, air a new podcast each and every week live Sunday morning at 7 a.m. So if you're listening, Spotify, hopefully we're on iTunes soon, Google Play, whatever it may be, then you can check us out on Facebook too at Second Half Ministry. And we'd we'd love to to have you like the page and and see what all we got going on. And if you're watching on via podcast here, video cast on Facebook, then check us out on Spotify, Google Play, all all, all your main um, podcast outlets. It's uh, Change the World with, with Pastor Bart Smith. And we're just excited to bring the word to you. And what I want to do is get more personal. I think over the past few weeks, that's kind of what I've been doing. And as God works with me, I just want to kind of sit on here and be straight up with you, be honest, tell you, What's going on in my life? I talk a lot on here about my my, my kid, man, Zachariah. The, the the doctor said I never could have kids, but um, he's almost ten months old. We went to the doctor yesterday. He's healthy. He's happy. I miss him right now, Zachariah. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord. That's why I named him that, because the doctor said no, but God said it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord. And today I want to talk about a subject that I think we all deal with. I, I know we do, and I know who the author of it is. Does anybody ever deal with confusion? Confusion on, on who you are, I mean, or, or what you should be doing, or is was this right, or was this the right decision? The author of confusion is the enemy, <clears throat> and we're always dealing with confusion. Before I come on the air this morning, I was sitting here thinking, I got so much stuff going on. So much stuff going on, and and at the end of each day, when I spend time with God in prayer and in the mornings and throughout the day, I, I gotta ask myself, who am I? Who am I? What am I doing right now? And is what I'm doing right now representing who I am and who I want to be? Because the truth of the matter is, and we all know this, where wherever you're at <clears throat> this morning. And I hope you're getting ready to come to church. I hope you're getting ready to come to Second Half Ministry. But the truth is, wherever you're at, there is a battle going on in your mind. The, the devil is attacking you. Paul, it reminds me of Paul when he said, I asked the Lord three times to get rid of this thorn in my flesh, but he didn't do it. So this thorn in this buff was a, it was a, it was a messenger of Satan. It was to, to buffet me. It was to, to keep me in line with God. <clears throat> and that's hard to understand. And confusion, when it hits us, and, you know, when we start, a lot of people think, you know, you get saved and everything starts going great, and, and hallelujah, and cotton candy and candy canes, but that's the furthest thing from the truth that I, that I could think of, that that's not the way God works. 
And, and it, it, it's an identity thing. We are living in a world where we truly have an identity crisis. Before I came here this morning, I just flipped through the channels and we have a, a process going on in the in the house where they're trying to impeach the or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm not a political science major, but they're trying to impeach the president. And they got people on one side of the fence saying all these things and they got the same story. Listen to me. They got the same story, but one side of the fence sees this story one way and the other side of the fence sees the same story another way. That just shows you the confusion that we're dealing with. And, and I want you to think about this with me for a minute. As a husband, as a husband and as a protector, a provider for my family, you know, I, I don't want to wake up in the mornings and not knowing what I'm going to do, not knowing how I'm going to protect, how I'm going to provide, who I, I don't want to wake up knowing not, not who I am. What would you think of the, of, of the president of our country addressing the nation and saying, well, you know what? We got all these attacks coming. What would you think if it come on live right now? We got all these attacks coming. We got, man, we got this big thing coming in. This place is about to drop this on us, and I just don't know what to do. I just wanted to stop by here this morning and tell everybody I wanted to disrupt your soap operas, disrupt your Saturday morning cartoons, just to let you know we're in a big, big mess, and I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I, I, I don't got no sense of direction. How, how would we feel as Americans if the president jumped on TV and did that to us? Or what about even social media? Oh, y'all, so oh, come on now. I know my I spend too many hours on social media. So do y'all. What would we do if uh, all across social media, everything blacked out? And we had the president saying, whoa, boy, <laughs> I'm confused. I don't know what to do. We've got Russia doing this. We've got the Democrats doing this. The Republicans are doing this. I am confused. I'm lost. I, I, I don't really know who I am. How would you feel? If the president got on there and said that, well, we all were laughing. You may be laughing now, but you know what? Every morning we wake up, how many times do we feel like that? How many times do we not really understand who we are, what we're called to do? How many times do we go into our day and we're going into our day with doubt and questions and fear and confusion? And that's what I want to talk about today because I don't know about y'all, but I deal with it. I was just sitting here talking to my brother, and he and he asked me. He was like, you know, he he asked me. A, he always asked me questions that provokes my thinking. He said, "Who are you?" And I, I that's powerful. I want to ask you this morning, who are you? Who who are you really? What what are you? What 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 legacy are we going to leave behind? Ultimately, if we if we never identify who we are then the legacy that we leave behind, how will anybody else be able, to, be able to identify it? The great thing about Jesus, he knew who he was. He knew what he was called to do. And nothing, why was he righteous? Why was he holy? Because he knew exactly what he had to do. And he did exactly what he knew he had to do. See, the Bible tells us who we are. It tells us that we're more than conquerors and we go to churches and we get pumped up and we clap and we shout, but, but we leave and we wake up Monday morning and then we, here we are again. It's Monday. Oh Lord, 
I need some wine. I need some. I need a cigarette. Pass me the. Oh, come on, somebody. We we, we and, and I'm just saying what I what I see on Facebook. But we feel so good Sundays at church, and, and I believe the re, you know we're predestined. God created us in His own image, in His likeness. So God didn't create Bart the drug addict. That was who Bart chose to be. That that's what I used to. That's who I used to be. That's who I used to associate with. I was just a no. I was no. I was I was a bad person. But the person that I was being wasn't who God created. It was because somehow in the middle of the confusion that I didn't. My relationship wasn't right with God. So I was living a life of the world, not of the Word. Now the Word is our instruction manual. The Word of God is actually our manual to tell us who we are. When we question who we are, you know where we need to go to? We need to, there's one or two places. We need to go to prayer or go to the Word. You can come to church seven days a week and twice on Sundays, but if you're not spending no time in the Word and no time in prayer, let me tell you something. You're going to think you're who the preacher tells you are, not who God says you are. There's only one way I could tell Davis this morning that I know who I am. And that's because of the word of the word of God. Now I know who I've been. I know mistakes I've made. I know decisions I've made. I know that relationships wasn't right in my life. But I know when Jesus Christ come into my life, who am I today? I'm a child of God that's improving daily. I'm on a walk with Christ to be better tomorrow than I am today. Do I win every battle? No, ma'am. No, sir. I don't. No, ma'am. No, sir. I don't. Do I win every day? No, ma'am. No, sir. I don't. But I wake up each day knowing I am a child of God. And God has a purpose for my life. And I know I'm, I'm fighting an enemy. I'm fighting an adversary named the devil with many demons who's trying to derail me and get me off a course and pull me back into who I once was. I said all that to say this. In the Bible, talking about Jehoshaphat, there was three enemy armies that was closing in on, on, on Judah. And this mighty leader had called the nation together at, at Jerusalem. He wanted to formulate a, pay, a plan. Jehoshaphat called everybody together. He wanted to formulate a plan. He knew something had to be done immediately. So Joseph stood before his people. Just kind of like if the president would interrupt the scene right now. What, what Jehoshaphat did was he stood before his people and poured his heart out to God in confession. That's powerful. He stood before the people knowing that the enemy was all around him, surrounding him, about to attack him. And instead of formulating some great war plan, he just, in confession, poured his heart out to God. And I'm going to read it. It's in, it's in 2 Chronicles Chapter 20, verse 5 through 12. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem, in the house of the Lord before the new court, and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven? And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thine hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Are not thou our God, who did drive out the inhabitants of this land before the people Israel, and gave it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever? 
and they dwelt therein, and they've built their, the sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us as the sword, judgment or pestilence or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. And now behold the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldst not let Israel invade, when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Verse 11, Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast out of the possession possession which thou hast given us to inherit. Verse 12, O our God, will thou, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. He come before the people, not knowing, not understanding how he could whoop this devil, how he could whoop... It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord. Jehoshaphat did not act like somebody he wasn't. He understood who he was. And even though he was the leader and a great leader over many, he called them up and said, you know what? In my own power, there's nothing I can do. I'm, I may have all the intelligence. I may have all the satellites. I may have all the knowledge. I may know what everybody's doing, but I'm coming to you right now saying there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. I'm helpless. What kind of plan was this? It wasn't, there wasn't no committee. There wasn't no action. There wasn't no flying banners and 50 cows and no bright war machinery, no tanks, no war plans, no, no secret uh, guerrilla warfare techniques, no, no blaring of the trumpets or, or mustering of patriotic armies marching in step, left, right, left. No, just a simple confession. We are in over our heads. And this morning, I want to talk to you about that. We are in over our heads. Who are you this morning? Who are you? What is your identification? What is your goals in life? You know, I got to ask myself, who is Bart Smith? To some, I may be a pastor. To some, I may be, to some, I'm a dad. To, to Jody, I'm a husband. To some, I'm a son-in-law. To some, I'm a cousin, a nephew, a niece, an uncle, or whatever it may be. To some, I'm a fitness guy. To some, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody that helped them save some money on their health coverage. I mean, I'm, 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 but you know, all of that doesn't define me. What, what makes Bart Smith, Bart Smith, is what God created me to be. God created me out of the ashes. He created you out of the dust of the earth, and he had a plan for our life. And that plan for our life was far greater than what we're living right now. I could sit on here and blow you away with scriptures and we could get people and we could debate this and all that. But I want to tell you this morning, 
that I stand on that scripture. Greater is he in you than he that's in the world. See, because you're you're a you're a two, you're you're a you're a, a your body. You're a, you're just not one person. You got a mind, you got a heart, and you got a soul. I like to say it like this: We're 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 two people in one body. We're spirit and flesh. Inside of you, you know the spirit of God that resides inside of you. You know the greatness that's on the inside of you, but you also deal with your flesh. Your flesh will want to pull you. It will, it will want to distract you. It'll want to overwhelm you. It'll want to confuse you. But this morning, I just want to tell you, you know what I figured out? I come here and I'm just helping. I'm, I hope I'm helping y'all as much as I'm helping me. Sometimes in our urge to make things happen. Sometimes we get so desperate to make things happen. Something I do this, y'all. I, I want to make things happen. I want to make the gym make money. I want to make. I want to get all the bills. I want to. I want to sell 180. I want people to be in church. I want to do all this stuff. I want to be the best dad. I want to be the best father. I want to be the best son. And I try to do all these things. And 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 it's a urge to make things happen. The urge to make things happen comes to us all. But there's a much better way. Too often, we feel like we got to do something. Or we, or we got to give something. We got to make something move. We got to do something. We got a need to see things happen. We feel guilty. We feel guilty if we're not constantly proving to God how willing we are to do anything. He requires of us. I want to say this. It's absolutely scriptural this morning. I figured this out this morning. It's absolutely scriptural. According to the story of Jehoshaphat, no matter who you are, if Donald Trump, if you're watching this, give me a like, brother. Got Barack Obama, come on, somebody. Nancy Pelosi, Jim Jones, whoever. If y'all's watching this, I want to tell you something. And I want to tell your I want to tell you pastors, your preachers, you, you men of God, women of God, brothers and sisters in Christ that don't even know who you are. You know what? It's okay to throw your hands up and cry out. It's too much for me. I've tried my best. I don't know who to turn to or what to do. No one can help me. So I'll just stay close to Jesus. I'll keep my eyes on him and I'll trust that he can see me through. If you heard that this morning, you just heard a lot. You may be in a situation that you cannot fix in your own hands, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge me and I will direct your path. Be still, Psalms 46 and 10 says, and know that I am God. Jeremiah 29 and 11 tells us what happens when we obey them scriptures. God has great plans for our life, plans to prosper us, plans filled with hope. But so many times we find ourselves in a hopeless situation because we want to control everything and we don't just want to throw up our hands. Life at times for each and every one of us from the president to the pulpit to the pews to the nations, life at times is very confusing. 
for each and every one of us. The answer to the issues of life, I truly believe this, is to admit your confusion. So many times we don't want to admit it. You know, it's hard as a pastor, and if anybody's watching, I know it's hard. It's hard to come on here and say, you know what? I'm admitting my confusion. Because it makes us feel weak. It makes us feel inadequate. But by admitting our confusion, we, we don't run around looking for teachers to give us solutions and to give us answers. We don't seek out uh, people to pat us on the back and to answer all these questions. If you don't know what to do or you don't know where to go, that's good, very good. Now you're doing things God's way. Like Paul said, you can say this. Paul said it like this. He said, I've decided to know nothing among you but Christ Jesus and him crucified. So I close with this today. Who are you? Who are you? And I'll close by proclaiming into the atmosphere. How many knows that when we speak into the atmosphere, there's, there's, there's angels of light and angels of darkness all around us. When the devil left heaven, he took a third of the angels with him. So a third of the angels went with the devil to war, to wage war on us saints. And two-thirds stayed in heaven. When we speak into the atmosphere, I'm going to give you a tidbit. When you speak into the atmosphere, the enemy hears everything you say. God knows everything in your heart. The enemy doesn't know it unless you speak it. So I want to speak into the atmosphere today. You know what? Yeah. You may have had me a little confused. But who am I? I'm a child of God. I was bought by a very high price when you sent your only begotten son to die on the cross for me at a hill called Calvary. When I accepted that blood, I, I, got, I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord of my life and you can accept him this morning. I admit it, I'm a sinner. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins and I confess him as Lord of my life. And when I do that, the confusion goes away just like it does when the, when the baby first comes out of the mother's womb. It's bloody and it's dirty and the first thing they do, I've just seen it right here at Mo Delta. I've just seen it, January 21st. When the baby comes out of the womb, the first thing they do is they take it and they take it over to a table and they hold it and they wash it. This morning, I believe that the blood of Jesus wants to wash you clean. I believe that the blood of Jesus wants to redeem you. Wants to res I, I know somebody out there is dealing with a family situation where you feel like you're never going to have your family back. But I prophesy to you in this morning, in the name of Jesus, God is restoring your family if you'll get to the cross. When I first held Zechariah, he was clean. They washed him. Here he is, a new creature, come into the world. And here we are, new creatures in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this. I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. I want to tell you this morning, if you're battling with confusion, all you got to do is get to the cross and let the blood 
wash you clean. God bless you. I love you. I hope you enjoyed that message. Share it with your friends. Check us out on Spotify and all the other all the other outlets, and, and we look forward to continue bringing you this word. We also were updating our, I believe that's right, Davis, if I if correct me, uh, updating our website, www.secondhalfministry.org. We've been working on it for a couple months. We're getting it ready. Uh, we got a ton of stuff going on. So uh, from Second Half Ministry, Pastor Bart Smith and everybody here that's a part, all the second halfers, I just want to say I love you. Thank you. And God bless you.